Hi everybody. Today's episode is a little bit of some personal reflection. If you're listening to this in real time, this episode is coming out on November 1st of 2021. And this is the week that I am so excited to be celebrating the first birthday of Wellness in the Village. Wellness in the Village is a wellness center with a boutique storefront in the village where I grew up and we really specialize in holistic health and wellness products and a lot of local products, products from Western New York that can support a healthy lifestyle and help people feel good. The wellness center includes service providers and classes and special events. And this week marks one year since our boutique opened. So one year since we've really had um, a visual presence in our community since people could come in off the street and check us out instead of having to have an appointment. So for me, this is really special. This is when my wellness business really started to become a part of the community. So I'm really excited this week to be celebrating that. We're throwing a birthday party event and bringing in some special vendors and things like that. And so I, I was reflecting on this and some people on Instagram had suggested that I talk about it a little bit, what it was like to start a business, to start a wellness business and how I kind of made those moves and had things unfold. And so I've been reflecting on that. And I thought that this was really an appropriate time because of the time of year. So I'll get to that in a second. But um, the kind of theme I want to share with you for today is the idea that I used to think that being brave meant that you weren't scared anymore. And the more I dove into these things over the past few years, the more I pushed myself out of my comfort zone and into doing things that I never, ever imagined doing, I really learned that being brave is not about not being scared anymore, but instead being brave is about feeling scared and doing something anyway. It is about knowing that there are risks, knowing that maybe you are not ready. You could be more prepared. You could learn more. Your finances could be different. Your support could be different. Your skills or certifications or you know life circumstances, the economy, things could be different. But if you keep waiting around for stuff to be different and stuff to be ready, you might be waiting forever. Welcome to Be Well with Steph, the podcast, the show for women who know that personal wellness can be an actively pursued goal and who are ready to tackle building healthier daily habits with a little bit of good humor, a little bit of grace, and a lot of coffee. I'm Steph Jenko, your holistic nutrition coach and your host, and I'm here to help empower you to create and maintain a healthy lifestyle you love, a lifestyle that gives you the strength energy, and confidence to go after your wildest dreams. A lot of times when I hear new business owners or entrepreneurs or even people who make career changes talk about that career change, they talk about wanting to leave their nine to five, wanting a different job, you know, not wanting to work for someone else, all those things or not liking their job for whatever reason and knowing that they needed a change because they needed something different. And I think that so much of the difficulty that I had and experienced in starting a new business was that I didn't hate my job. 
I loved my job. I was a teacher for 10 years. I was passionate about my job. I loved my students. I loved my school. I loved the act of teaching and lesson planning and trying new and creative things and being silly with my kids and the whole school environment and a community of teachers. I loved my job. And that's what made this transition the hardest for me, I think, was walking away from something that I loved. I had to tell myself I could go back someday if I wanted to. I still could go back if I wanted to. I had to shift my mindset about what teaching was and that teaching could take place in a lot of different forms outside the four walls of a classroom. And that made it a little easier too. And then I had to allow myself to in some ways go through like a grieving process, um, which I don't think I've really talked about a lot because there has been so much excitement about starting something new. Uh, so it might sound crazy to, to people, I guess, but there was a little bit of grief that came with something ending. And I kind of had to let myself go through that a little bit over the last year too, that every new beginning comes from some other beginning's end, that sort of thing. So I had to let myself do that. And once I was in the new endeavor, you know, I was uh, working on becoming a coach and I was starting my own business and I was working on the renovations in the uh, building and in the storefront and that sort of thing. I really had to be open to learning how much I still had to learn. You know, I knew there'd be a lot of things I didn't know. I don't have a business background, but I didn't realize exactly how much I would be learning in a really short amount of time. Um, learning to wear all the hats, you know, as they say, learning to wear all the hats, but learning um, how to budget, how to market. I did not know how much marketing comes into running a new business. That was just my being naive about it, I guess. But um, all of the marketing, all the social media, the graphic design, uh, the networking and community building in addition to the amount of content I would suddenly begin pumping out, whether it is content for, you know, for being a coach, content for workshop or membership or things like that, or content just for social media, teaching people about products, sharing about services, that sort of thing. Um, so there was suddenly a lot of moving parts that I wasn't necessarily prepared for. I guess that's a lesson in doing things before you're ready. You're never going to know exactly every piece that you're supposed to be ready for or prepared for. <laughs> and to be honest, I think that if I had really known all of the things, if I had known how many different micro details I would suddenly be responsible for at all times that are not necessarily my first area of expertise, I probably would have hesitated more. I would have been more scared. And in some regards, I'm really glad that I didn't let myself overthink or overanalyze through the decision-making process and instead uh, dove right in. So of course I had to learn, you know, all of the new skills that come with running a business, but there was also a lot to learn about learning about, you know, what they talk about work-life balance, that sort of thing in a different way. And really deciding when to be on and when to be off deciding what to bring home, meaning what to chat about in the evenings or what to talk to family about and what to leave to the side because maybe it's not interesting or relevant to them or because we can't talk about work all the time. That was an adjustment period too. So thank you to those of you who uh, stuck it out with me over the last year as I talked through and figured out so many of these things. Um, 
But really, when you go from working a traditional work schedule and even being a teacher, you know, I brought work home, but there was kind of a, a finite amount of work that was expected or work that had to be done. And in this context, I don't think that my brain ever shuts off and it takes a lot of effort for it to shut off or unwind. And that's why I've talked, I think, more and more in the last year about self-care and mental health and stress management, because those became tools that not only you know, are helpful, but that I have been relying on tremendously. And add into that, that I started my uh, business essentially during a global pandemic when you know they're estimating how many, you know, half something like that of small businesses are going to close during the pandemic. Here I am opening a couple of them. So there, there were definitely stressors that I've learned to navigate and have really sunken into my habits and my rituals and have become steadfast with my morning routines and my bedtime routines. Those have become like sacred time to me um, and finding ways to take breaks, to move my body, to brain dump the things that are in there before I go to bed or before, you know, it's time to shut down. If I know there's a social activity coming later in the day, I really have to kind of do a, a work wrap up process, like brain dump, prioritize, set the agenda for the next day so that those things are out of my head and I'm able to get, give a headspace to other things, to like the people that are important to me or the other things and experiences that are going to be happening. So the work-life balance thing has been a really huge one and really learning to prioritize. Um, I've never really been a perfectionist type, but I'm definitely an achiever type. So I don't need, you know, micro details to be perfect. I'm not an OCD type person, but I care about quality. I care about things being done well. And there are a lot of things regarding that that I've had to let go of too. I've adopted a done is better than perfect kind of mantra. Doesn't need to be perfect to be effective. And you guys, if you've been sticking around with my coaching for a while, have heard me say that too, right? It doesn't need to be complicated to be effective. It doesn't need to be perfect. Uh, progress over perfection always. <laughs> that has been a really huge learning uh, experience for me as well. And with that, with kind of learning to prioritize and learning, you know, done is better than perfect is also learning to say no, to turn activities down or projects or meetings or ideas to say no to them because they don't fit at that time. Maybe they don't fit literally in the schedule or they don't align with what my goals for my businesses are. I'm learning to say no to budget time, to simplify processes, um, to leave something unfinished or imperfect because it's not the priority at the time have been really huge mental shifts. So I, I wanted to chat through some of these things that are personal learning experiences. You know, I can say I've also learned, you know, how to function in social media. I've learned how to update websites. Those are skills. But the most important learning experiences I've had over a year of opening a business has been learning to kind of release myself from expectations of how things should be done and instead changing them to what am I capable of doing and how can I do the best that I can with what I have, where I am in order to show up for and serve um, the people who trust me as a coach and the community that I would like to be here for. When I was reflecting on all of this and some of the things that I wanted to share with you guys about 
the start of my business, I was really thinking about how significant this time of year is for me. And at some point in the past, I've heard uh, a couple of different professional development type speakers, I believe Ed Milet was one of them, Rachel Hollis is the other one, talk about um, the last quarter of the year. Everybody says different things, the last 90 days, you know, the home stretch, whatever you think about. But really, I always think about it as being this like uh, October to December part of the year. And during this time of the year, I think about what typically happens. We're getting ready for holiday season. We're starting to think about family gatherings, shopping, food, atypical schedules, the end of the year. And it becomes really easy for us to coast through our health and wellness, to coast through our personal goals, because all of our focus is kind of on the holiday season and wrapping up the year. And I know I used to do this all of the time, say, I'll wait for the new year. And you guys know I love goals. I love the new year. It's like one of my favorite times of the year are probably the very end of December and the first couple weeks of January, because I love the idea of that fresh start and limitless possibilities, right? But when you go back a few months and you start to think about October, November, December, if we say in October or we say in November, I'll wait for the new year, we essentially throw away a couple months of time that could be game changers for us. And when I was thinking about this, I think about the number of times when I utilized that last quarter in the last few years and what a difference that has made for me because it wasn't about taking action when I was ready. It wasn't about taking action when things were slowing down in the new year or when I had a fresh start, right? It wasn't about being too busy. It was about, it could be hard right now. I'm going to busy be busy right now, but where am I going to be in January if I stay the course now, or if I make the moves now, where is that going to allow me to start next year? So I was thinking about this and I went kind of a few years back here, about four years back, and thought about some of these changes. It was the last quarter of 2018 when I first decided that I was going to pursue my certification as a holistic nutritionist. I had been interested in it, becoming passionate about it watching um, a plant-based diet heal my body, heal my family members, seeing what a difference I it was making me feel I had in the world, in the environment, with animals, and in my body and in my health, and just really wanted to learn more. I wasn't sure what I was going to do with it at that time. And I, like I said, I was a teacher with a master's degree. My career was pretty solid. I didn't know what this certification was really going to do for me, but I thought, I want to learn more. I'm going to learn from some trusted research-based sources and then maybe someday find a way to share this with other people. So last quarter of the year, it was in November, I made the move, bought the course, and the rest is history, right? So that was the last quarter of 2018. The last quarter of 2019 was when I decided that I would be ready to begin coaching clients in the new year. I was still teaching full-time. I still just thought it was going to be, you know, a couple people here or there, but my certification was done and I was still really passionate about it. I could have waited. I could have waited for the new year when the holidays were less crazy, um, but I knew that 
other people were going to be interested in improving their health and wellness in the new year too. And I wanted to be ahead of that a little bit. So it was that fall again of 2019 that I said, I'm going to coach clients. I'm going to get ready to greet them in the new year. Let me go through 2019 into 2020. Everybody knows what 2020 was like as a teacher, suddenly working from home and teaching fifth grade remotely. It was a heck of a time, right? <laughs> to say the very least. Living, I was living by myself. I am living by myself. And um, there was a while where things were really uncertain, right? We weren't really sure what our exposure could or should be like. So I was quarantining by myself for a while. And there was a lot of thinking that happened during this time. And thinking about what do I want my impact to be? You know, I think a lot of people thought about that during the pandemic time. You know, we were kind of separated from what our regular life was like for a while. And I think we had the opportunity to then think about when we return to life, what do we want that life to be like? What parts do we want to have let go of? And what do we want to carry forward with us? And I noticed at this time that being integrated into my community was something I was going to want more of. Maybe that was because I was not, right? Like we were also very isolated during that time. And I knew how important community connection was and being together in person, how important that was to me. And I was so anxious to have that back in my life. And I wanted to maximize that once I did get it back. So I knew that I wanted more community connection. And I knew that during this time of, um, you know, I don't want to say I was not, not quarantined, but kind of like being by myself and thinking about life during all of that time. Um, I was connecting with people online, right? There are probably a handful of you listening to this now who we connected somehow through social media, through Instagram or Facebook or something. That's where we connected because people were searching for social connection. And it opened my eyes really to how big that online world of social connection really had the power to be and how much was possible for us in terms of connection, in terms of influence, in terms of education on the super big scale. So now you can imagine me. And if you know me personally, you can imagine what I was like during this time. My brain's going a mile a minute, right? And I'm thinking, how am I going to connect on a bigger scale? How am I going to make a bigger impact? And I loved teaching. I loved it so much, but I knew that my impact there was limited to my four walls. And I just felt called to try to connect bigger, to try to connect with more. And it was at the end of that school year, 2019, that I decided not to return to teaching for the following, I'm sorry, 2020. It was the end of school year, 2020, where I decided not to return for the following year. Um, I was kind of working toward that way, right? Like I'd already worked on the certification. I'd already started up the service portion of the wellness center, but I hadn't really made like a full move. I didn't feel ready, did not feel ready until the fall of 2020 when suddenly um, the tenant who was in the storefront, my building moved out and there was a vacancy and I wasn't ready. I was scared. I did not know how to run a store did not know how to deal with inventory, what we would stock or how to keep track of that or who's going to work those hours, how to market, how to network. I didn't know that stuff, but it felt kind of like it was time to 
leap anyway. So um, I left and it was the last quarter of 2020 when we decided to open the Wellness in the Village Boutique. It was also that time that I decided I was going to prep for my first group coaching experiences. I wanted to widen the reach. I wanted to make more social connections. And I started preparing for group coaching for the new year of 2021. And I have things I'm not, not prepared to share about them yet, but I have things that I've also been ruminating on um, are in the works right now as we prepare for 2022. And the reason I am telling you all of this today is that if I had waited until I was ready, if I had waited until it was the new year or until I felt like I had things more figured out, my life would be so different. It would be so, so different. And it is different now. And it's amazing. Every day is completely a gift. It's something that I'm so grateful for and grateful that I have been able to experience and been able to connect with and to connect with those of you that are listening. Um, I feel a little bit like Hamilton when I say, you know, like I feel young, scrappy and hungry, right? I'm not throwing away my shot. And I'm sharing this with you because I don't want you to coast into next year either. I don't want you to throw away your shot. That thing that you're thinking about, I think you should do that. That thing that you've always wanted to try, I think you should try. That thing that's tugging at your heartstrings, that's asking for you to accept it or connect with it, I think you should connect. I think this is a really powerful time of year because this is what sets us apart from what could have been and becomes what will be. Whoa, right? I'm ready for you to see what will be. This kind of topic of maximizing the last couple months of the year in preparation for starting from a whole, like preparation for starting from a whole new place next year, that kind of momentum we get through the last couple months is what the focus of Be Well Together is going to be about for November and December. It's really going to be about how do we not let the holidays get the best of us? How do we not let the hustle and bustle overtake these um, self-care and self-love strategies that we've been working so hard on for the rest of the year, right? How do we hang on to those, continue to build on them, continue to build our good habits, even when the world around us is going into, you know, crazy festivities and upset schedules and all those sorts of things. We're going to really focus on how do we keep our momentum going toward um, more growth, more improved health and wellness habits, hanging on to the health and wellness habits again that we've built so strongly throughout the rest of the year that we've really been caring about and working about. How do we keep going and give it one last final push? So if you would like to have support during this time, if you maybe have things you are thinking about still wanting to accomplish before the end of the year or habits that you are starting to develop and you don't want to lose them as you head into the holiday season, join us. Come hang out with us. BeWellWithStaff.com slash together is how you get started. Uh, there's a free trial on the membership still. So if you wanted to come in and just poke around and see kind of what the format's like and what style things we've been working on, ask some questions in our discussion forum, that sort of thing, come on in, try it out for a week, 
see if hanging out with us there and be well together might be a way that you can make the most of this last quarter. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to some of my story today. I hope that this inspires you to take the leap to learn something new, to not wait for when you feel less scared because being brave is being scared and going for it anyway. So I hope you go for it. Be well, guys. Someday I won't be overwhelmed.